0: All right, this is Money Minutes for Doctors. I'm Josh Lance, filling in for Catherine Vestness today from MD Financial. And today we have a special guest. I've got Neil with us, ready to talk to us about doctor mortgages, all the ins and outs. Um, So the reason we wanted to have Neil with you today is, one, Neil has an awesome accent, which I'm sure you'll enjoy, Uh, but Neil really knows this stuff. And so he's going to talk us through all the pros and cons of the doctor products, um, so that doctors can evaluate, is this a good choice for them? So Neil happens to be of TD Bank. They have a very competitive doctor product, by the way. And um, I'll hand it over to Neil. Neil, where do we find you today? Can you share a little bit about how you started serving doctors and some of the basics of the doctor mortgage?
1: Thank you so much, Josh. And I'm all self-conscious over the accent comment. So. Um, I have been in the business for 23 years and I um, started taking an interest in serving doctors and dentists uh, quite so many years ago when I found there was a program that really was a benefit to allow them to buy homes sooner and, um, and more easily than conventional programs. This, this program is, is designed to serve those in the healthcare community to allow them to buy earlier than what conventional loans would have typically allow them to do based on down uh, payment uh, limitations and credit limitations. And I just really found an interest in, in serving this community. And 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 uh, that's where I am today. Uh, it's what I do. 99% of my business is serving doctors and dentists. All day long, I'm speaking with them. So, yes, that is, that is where well, I am today.
0: Well, share a little bit, if you could, about the doctor product, how it works, some of the basics.
1: Fantastic. So a position loan is designed to allow for less, if um, if any, in fact, down payments. So zero down loans as well. With no mortgage insurance, when typically when you buy a home in the in the mortgage world, if you put less than 20% down, there's usually what's called mortgage insurance, which uh, in essence ensures a lender against somebody defaulting because they didn't put a lot of money down up front. But this is just an added expense to the buyer as they pay that separate and on top of their mortgage and so physician loans are designed to allow for lending to a physician or dentist without the need for that insurance because it is a combination of us feeling comfortable that physicians and 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 dentists excuse me are very much a good investment for us okay we feel that they are essentially recession-proof we have a very low, if almost non-existent, risk of default. We feel, and we feel that, beside being uh, virtually recession-proof in the in the type of work that they do, we feel the income level uh, will continue to grow, and um, and that doctors as a whole and dentists as a whole really aren't people that will run into a problem paying their mortgage. We also feel that this is an entry point for a relationship with somebody in the healthcare field that may that may use the other channels of of uh, business that we can offer them, such as practice loans in the future and and uh, equipment leasing for physicians at small practices, and, and maybe even using our banking channels and also using uh, you know TD Ameritrade platform and so forth.
0: Awesome. So, walk me through it. What are some of the common things that you run across? Maybe some of the the misconceptions that you see about the doctor loan product.
1: I love that question. Thanks, Josh. So. A lot of what I see are are doctors, um, and I like to I like to say this to physicians especially. You don't know, want to be careful not to Google diagnose yourself in the world of mortgages, and uh, and every physician really knows what I mean by that, and i will usually giggle because, you know, you're the patient in this situation, and when they doctors, I tend to find are very you know obviously intelligent but researchers by nature. And we'll usually try to do some homework on their own and go online and try to figure things out about how physician mortgage or any mortgages work for that matter. A lot of doctors don't even know this product exists. And a lot of information online can be unreliable, outdated, in fact, completely incorrect. Um, There are smaller lenders, brokers and other types of lenders that don't have access to a program like this. And so you'll often have to be careful that they don't misunderstand the program. People think that rates will be higher and that these will be challenging loans to get, and it couldn't be further from the truth. And so you want to be careful to not try to figure things out on your own, I guess you would say, online. I think if we if we need a specialist, I've found that if I need a, a doctor, an accountant, an attorney, I typically find the best route of action for me has been to, to investigate and find somebody with a good track record, uh, a good track record of, of training and, and and how long they've been practicing for and, and what other people say about them. But I think the same rings true for mortgages. You know, rather find somebody that's seasoned enough and reviewed highly and with a, a recognized institution and then seek information from them rather than seeking uh, information from the internet. Um, there's a lot of misconceptions with Dr. Loans. You know, as I said, they might be that the rates are higher completely false. We do all loans at TD. I do conventional loans, government loans, FHA and VA loans, jumbo loans, any residential mortgage there is, in fact. And when it comes to physician loans, physician loans rates are lower with us than any of those other products. And so I have the luxury of having what one might call um, a buffet of uh, mortgages. So I don't have any bias to any one product. Um, I'm looking at the customer's profile or financial profile and really trying to figure out you know what works best for them and and typically nine out of 10 times if one qualifies for a doctor loan one's going to do a doctor loan because there is no downside that i i could tell you about Um, rates are better uh on these programs currently and they have been since i have known them there is no added fees and they are not they're actually easier to underwrite for us and it's our money we're lending right so we're underwriting it in-house this is our money we're lending so it's a very easy loan for us to do in underwriting and move quickly on so you know, a great
0: loan all around. Awesome to hear. Yeah, that that question comes up a lot from clients. You know, are the rates different? What to do if they do have the 20% to be able to do it that way? Can you talk us through that a little bit? You know, if a a doctor has 20% down versus, let's say they do the doctor mortgage at 0% or 5% down?
1: Great question again, Josh. Thank you. Um, so, I get that a lot. Do I need a physician loan? A lot of people feel that maybe they don't need a physician loan because they have 20% down or greater. And I like to say it's not a matter of need, it's a matter of want. You want a physician loan because a physician loan, again, price is better and there's no uh, there's no downside to to using that program. And so, even if one had 50% down, you would still use a physician loan because it's just going to give you a better outcome in terms and rate than than a conventional loan would, right? And so, yeah, great question. Um, and that's why it's it's really great when I get to speak to somebody instead of them going online and hearing from somebody that's not really um, either licensed or practiced in this area to offer advice, but then unfortunately they tend to. And, and, and maybe somebody gets the wrong information. So, yes, either no matter what the down payment would be, one would still want to in this environment pick a physician loan for the better terms.
0: Yeah. And and we see this a lot with clients. And one of the things we point out to them is you just get a lot more liquidity with the physician loan, with these doctor loan products, because you're preserving your cash. You can do, you know, you could invest your cash, you could use your cash for other things and you know not have to put so much into the home up front. Plus it gets you into that home a whole lot sooner often. Uh, especially if you're a younger doctor.
1: Oh, that's such a great point, Josh. Um, you know, in this in this environment, I mean, financial awareness and and guidance is probably more crucial than ever. I think. Um, I actually come from uh, a track record of being a financial advisor 20 years ago, and I think that there couldn't be a more important time to have guidance in in the uh, allocation of one's finances and money. Correct. And so, locking money into a home is often not the best return for oneself. And so you know, maybe speaking to someone like yourself and saying, hey, what can I do or, or where can I put this money? And and after speaking with you, I imagine they could better figure out where it is that they could allocate those funds. And if it happens to be putting money down on a home, then so be it. But it's nice to have the choices. And you don't have the choices without a position on, but with them, you have the choices to either put more money down or not put more money down and reallocate to, to places with a maybe possibly a better return. And uh, or maybe pay down other debts that are higher income and not tax deductible. So it, it just gives you a, a lot more options to uh, to decide what to do with your available funds. And of Definitely. course, I'm sorry to carry on with that. Um, it allows for those people that have no money for down payment to buy a home. I spend a lot of my day and I, I don't know when this will air, but we, you know, match day is the third Friday in the year. And um, I've just uh, currently been dealing with so many med students that are thrilled to know that. They can buy a home with zero down, no mortgage insurance, rates better than conventional. And if they need a little assistance with the closing costs that they that they need, they can be gifted from a family member. What better situation is there than that? I, I, there isn't one. And so this allows for somebody to move wherever they're moving, wherever they match to settle into a home, not deal with a landlord and rent uh, uh, rents rising on you and be able to really create their own abode according to what they like and invest their monies into creating their own home, you know, investing in their own home that they own and having tax benefits and so forth. And And um, I find that this is just a great opportunity for people to own and not have to wait when they haven't had the time to really build up that savings yet through residency and fellowship and, and uh, any part of their training. And this just allows them to kind of leapfrog and and have home ownership uh, without having to hold them back because of that.
0: Yeah, you hit on such an excellent point. And because this is a popular topic, Neil, can you walk us through what is that process? Let's say you're a younger doc, you know, you're you're just getting done with your residency. What does that look like start to finish on what they, what's the home buying process look like for them, the home lending process look like for them?
1: Fantastic. So. Typically starts off with just a, a brief phone consult with me, and I would, uh, you know, invite somebody to give me a call so that I can understand where what their goals are currently. Are they, are they just have they are they graduating med school uh, uh, soon, and are they moving on to their PGY one first year, uh, you know, resident position, and um, what are their current finances like, and where are they moving to? What is the average price of a home, and what are the property taxes? And we will help them find out where their um, appropriate. Price uh, price point is to help them buy and what we would approve them for. This helps them really zero in on what they can uh, what they can purchase as a home, and um, whether they're going into residency fellowship or even a first year attending position. You know, our goal at first is to just really have a consult for five even five minutes at first. Do a quick application. We look at the credit, income, and the assets, and we determine you know what is the best course of action for that physician at that point or that uh, resident or fellow. And how much can we approve them for? And this allows them to go out and and, and look at the right price point and understand what their payment's going to be like and feel comfortable in the entire process. I
0: would add to that, you know, when we're working with clients as their financial advisor, we're helping them figure out that price ceiling, too, and, and what's affordable. You know, they might qualify for something that's a little bit higher, and we help find kind of that sweet spot for them. Uh, that way they're not getting in over their skis. Sometimes we do find that uh, doctors are purchasing homes that are a little bit too big uh, relative to everything else they can afford with student loans, taxes, and and the like. Um, so, so that's they have that phone call, and then you know, what's what's it like after that? What's the process?
1: That's a that's a great point, and and, and you couldn't you couldn't have hit the nail uh, more on the head, Josh. So. Yes, you would consult with someone like myself who understands the product and program and get somebody pre-approved where we give them the pre-approval letter in conjunction with working with someone like yourself. They would figure out where is that sweet spot, right? They know what they can borrow, but that doesn't mean that they should borrow it, correct? So they know what they can borrow from us and then they talk to you about what is appropriate to borrow so they can properly allocate. And then um, they would then seek a realtor and start looking at homes. The process is this. They first first will do a quick application. Take no more than five to 10 minutes. That application will then allow me to review their credit. It will allow me to look at their debts, their income, their current asset structure and, and situation, and be able to coach them, even if there's, it may not be that this is the right time to buy in everyone's situation. It may be that I will look at things and say, you know, it's great that we looked at it because it's like a spring cleaning. It's a chance to review one's current situation and maybe put a roadmap, in front of them on on, on where we want to be in six months, a year, or, or longer. They may not be there buying uh, I- I next month. And so, no matter what, I like to think that it's a good thing to do. It's like preventative healthcare, okay? I'd rather see them do an application, let's see what everything looks like now, and it will really give them a great uh, hold of what banks look at, what lenders look at, and understand their credit income and asset situation to better determine when is the right time to buy, if not now, right?
0: Yeah, awesome. And then talk to us a little bit about that pre-approval letter that often comes up. Let, you know, What's that all about? Why do you need it?
1: That's another good question. So um, there's something in our industry, they call them pre-qual letters or pre-qualification letters and pre-approval letters. Typically in, in our vernacular, a pre-qualification letter means a lender has simply reviewed credit and nothing further. They've not looked at income or assets and they've just taken a chance to look at the credit. That is what we really consider the laziest way of looking at somebody's situation. We I only do pre-approvals. I will look at somebody's credit and determine or closely look at their income and their assets and then determine what we feel is is you know the amount that they should be spending or buying at or at least give them the option. And that letter is what a realtor will want so that they feel as though when they go out there looking for homes for you, that you are actually qualified to buy. Okay. They want to know that you have taken the time to first look in the wallet and see that you have money before you go to the mall per se, right? They want to know that you've, you've got the ability to buy, not just the desire to buy. And so this pre-approval letter is me with my stamp of approval saying, Mr. Joe Smith is qualified to buy a $400,000 home. I vetted him out income assets and credit qualified. Here is the pre-approval letter. The realtor that's representing them as a buyer now feels comfortable that uh, the buyer is is qualified. and also is this letter is allowing that realtor to now present offers should they find a, a property they wish to make an offer on. That letter is necessary because no listing agent or seller is going to entertain an offer on a property without that verification unless one's a cash buyer. And so it's absolutely crucial not only to begin looking but to make any offers on a property and uh, and you know come to an agreement on a purchase price.
0: Yeah. You know, I've run into this with clients. Sometimes, you know, they're, they're just out looking with their realtor and they actually find something um, that they want to look at, but they haven't talked to a lender yet. They haven't, you know, been pre-qualified. And so just encourage everyone listening who's going through this process, you know, make sure you're talking to lenders early in the process, someone like Neil. Yeah, one thing i was going to ask just shifting gears a bit neil is you know something that's coming up rates seem higher these days you know we're having that come up a lot and um you know questions about adjustable rate mortgages um can you talk us through kind of what those are and and you know what doctors should be looking at
1: yes that's 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 also um, an insightful thing to speak about so uh, just a, one note on that pre-approval uh, part of the conversation. I like to call it a pre-approval, not a post-approval. So it was necessary to get pre-approved prior to looking at homes, not not afterwards. So uh, with regard to rates, we have for this program, like other programs, a 30-year fixed product and a 5, 7, and 10-year ARM product. ARM being the acronym for adjustable rate mortgages. Um, so one understands what that means. A 30-year fixed just simply means that the rate is fixed for 30 years, never changes five, seven, or 10-year-on, the first number I mentioned is the amount of years the rate is fixed. So if I say 10-year-on, it's fixed for 10 years. They're all 30-year mortgages, so a 10-year-on would be fixed for 10 years and then adjustable every six months from year number 11 through year number 30. Why would I take an adjustable rate mortgage, Neil? Well, a lot of people going into residency or fellowship realize that they're probably not going to be in that home or price point or even in that location for a great deal of time the likelihood is, is that they may be going to move elsewhere into fellowship or into practice. And um, even if not, they more than likely, as they uh, graduate into, let's say, their, their their attending position or their practice, that they may be buying at a little bit of a higher price point, right? And As, a, as a resident, you may be buying at two hundred and fifty to 400000 but more than likely, as you're practicing, you're going to be buying a, something a little more suited to what your family needs are at that point. Um, an arm allows you to save even more money and pay less interest to the bank because a 30 year fixed rate mortgage fixed for 30 years is going to be your highest rate. Seven, 10, uh, five, seven, and 10 year arm, the lower the uh, fixed rate time period, the lower the rate. Um, Seven and 10 year arms are a great option for younger physicians in training because it allows for them to pay a lesser rate uh, because they don't need that rate fixed for 30 years. They're going to be either selling that home Possibly, um, even if they're keeping that home, they'll probably refinance it into something else in in three to five to seven years. And so um, that would be the reason behind picking an arm rate. It would be saving them on average half a percent to three quarters of a percent in rate and allowing them to keep more money in their pocket because they don't really need that that mortgage for 30 years.
0: Yeah, this is a question that comes up so much from clients. I think it's also helpful to talk through things with your financial advisor, figuring out your time horizon for that house, because that factors into to all this too. Some sometimes we have doctors that just don't know how long they're gonna be in a property. Sometimes they have a really defined period in, in mind um, and that's all gonna guide, you know, whether they choose that adjustable rate to save those costs or, or do that 30 year fix. Um, can you talk to us about, you know, the loan product itself? Um, what it's like, what, what some of the options are that you have at TD Bank, and then, you know, what are closing costs, you know, what does that look like for you?
1: Thank you. So physician loan allows for currently to do zero down to $750,000. That's no money down. Of course, all the physician products have no mortgage insurance, big, great benefit, right? But a zero down to $750,000, uh, above that loan amount, up to a loan amount of $1.25 would be a 5% required down payment, and above a $1.25 million loan to a $1.5 million loan would be a 10% down payment at this juncture. We do under, We do believe that we may be increasing those loan thresholds, so one might want to keep in touch with me because I, I think we may be on the verge of having an improvement, uh, an improvement on those thresholds where we're going to higher loan limits, but one can always touch base with me if they want to check. Um, There are never any prepayment penalties on the program. One can prepay any amount at any time um, that they wish. Um, Once one has locked a rate in this program, one also has what's called a float down feature. One of the luxuries of wanting to protect one's um, rate and not worry about the upside in this environment is also the knowledge that they have possible downside, even once it's already locked, which is kind of a cool feature, right? It's called a float down. So if you lock a rate to protect yourself against the rate going higher in this environment, you also still have the ability for the rate to possibly go lower. If it goes lower more than a quarter, we can give you a one-time ability to lower that rate, even though it's already locked. We also have recast options. Recost, R-E-C-A-S-T. My way I say recast. your way you might say recast. And so this allows you to prepay that mortgage and recalculate your mortgage payment. Anytime you pay more than $5,000 down, prepay your mortgage more than $5,000 at a time, You can pay $100, and you can actually recalculate that mortgage payment based on the new principal balance. This is not typically the way mortgages work. Mortgages usually work that the more you prepay, the shorter the time period will get. You'll basically condense the time period or or shorten the term. You accelerate the term, as we say. We allow you either or. You can accelerate the term, or you can take advantage of lowering the payment immediately based upon the lowered principal money uh, balance that you owe, which is kind of a cool feature as well. We... We have very flexible student loan payments we didn't really touch on this, but this is one of the key elements of a physician program for those that are coming out of med school and in training. Um, We will look at, uh, in this environment we're in COVID forbearance currently and and, and government student loan debt is currently frozen until June and I don't know when someone's listening to this but um, if somebody's going into training and they're greater than six months in training, post closing or after the closing, we will not count. One penny against them on that student loan debt. This is not heard of in any other mortgage in this country. They have to account for a payment for that student loan debt in any other type of loan, which is usually to the detriment of that bar, uh, of that person qualifying, <clears throat> because it's really hard to qualify on a on a resident salary when one takes into account the student loan debt, right, and a payment. So this allows you to, to kind of allows them to qualify without um, uh, holding them back based on the student loan debt. Um, Regarding the loan parameters on the program, um, I think I mentioned about the down payments on the uh, 1.25 or 1.5. Any monies necessary outside of that either small or not needed down payment, depending on the loan uh, loan size, can be gifted from a family member. So if one needs closing costs and a couple of months of what we call reserves, which is just a couple of months of mortgage payments as safety money, you know, to show that you have it. Can be gifted from anyone related to either the borrower or any co-borrower that's on the mortgage, which is a great feature. So they have the ability to leverage a a family member relationship um, in the shorter term if needed. Um, I'm sure what bullet points I might be missing, Josh. I know you're going to get me, Um, (laughs) but what haven't I touched on?
0: I, I think those are the key things. I, I think one thing that's unique, you know, you hit on a lot of the unique factors, but we, we don't see a lot of doctor loans that let you do 0% down and get a 30 year fixed mortgage. Yes. A lot of times they will require uh, you know, an arm in those instances. So, um, you know, the float down thing is obviously very popular in today's market because interest rates are so volatile. Um, you know, here in March of 2023. Um, So a lot of attractive features, for sure. Um, You know, can you, something that does come up, just shifting gears a little bit, um, this comes up a lot of times when we have residents and fellows, they're buying that first house. Can you talk us through timelines there? There's this 90-day rule, and there's often confusion
1: about this. I'm smiling because I'm saying in my head how I didn't touch on the 90-day rule. And there you go. You hit it (laughs) on. I'm smiling because you brought it up. I was about to say it. When you buy a home using a physician mortgage, it allows for you to buy that home and close on that home up to 90 days prior to your start date of your new employment, which is really unusual as well. In a normal mortgage world, you have to be either working already and have pay stubs, Maybe you get an exception to close thirty, possibly a little less than 60 days ahead of time, but it's really not done, really. So on a physician loan, however, we understand the need for physicians wanting to maybe or needing to relocate around the country. And we want to allow them to buy their home and settle into that home prior to the uh, uh, them spending, you know, getting to their first day of employment. So it allows them to relocate their family or move into their home and settle in with enough time to prepare for their uh, beginning of the employment. So they can close 90 days before their start date, which is a wonderful thing, right? And think about that for a second. We're qualifying them for the loan, giving them the loan. We don't even have empl- income documentation. We have an offer letter, a term sheet. Uh, you know, Maybe before closing, we have the contract. But you know, it's a wonderful thing because it's such an easy loan for us to underwrite. And it just allows for the freedom for that physician to not have the stress of being in their job and trying to buy a home at the same time.
0: Yeah, it's, it really is a cool design for sure and lets that doctor get into that house, you know, right off the gate, uh, which is, which is fantastic. Um, Just, you know, wrapping up here, just a few quick things. Um, I just want to make sure we highlight this, your product, it it works certainly for physicians, um, works for dentists and dental specialists as well, right?
1: Absolutely correct, yes.
0: And I would just highlight to the audience that, you know, a lot of these doctor loans, depending on on the lender and who you might chat with, um, they don't. Um, So that's something that sometimes it only works for an MD. So in case our our dentists are listening tonight, is there anything else, Neil, you felt like is really important that are common questions that come up that we should chat about?
1: Yeah, something just occurred to me. Um, A lot of doctors that are going into a locum position and maybe going to be paid 1099 or, um, or independent contractors, you know, this will usually uh, pro- preclude them from being able to qualify for a mortgage in, in, a, in a normal sense. We have the ability in certain situations with 1099 income to allow that person to, to buy up front, like a person going to be paid, you know, that's paid W-2, that's a salary, um, by getting somewhat of a guarantee from either that uh, that agency or their employer that they're at least gonna have some minimum sort of hours or structure or per diem rate, something to hang our hat on so that we can feel comfortable that we, we know they're gonna make the money, but something to at least be able to quantify, you know, some sort of minimum threshold of income for the first year. If we can get that, we can write a loan for that borrow, where I don't think other lenders that I know of can, which is a super, super nice thing to remember, right? So I would hate to think that people go uh, that are locum practitioners or 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 independent contractors or 1099 uh, feel that they cannot buy. I'd, I'd I'd really like the opportunity to speak to them to to see what we can do. Um, and again, even if somebody feels that credit, and one thing that happens a lot too is people feel like maybe their credit isn't sufficient, and they looked at Credit Karma or they looked at uh, their Chase statement. And I like to remind people that credit scores are very different when we look at it from a mortgage perspective. They can be 60, 70 points different from Credit Karma or their Chase statement because lenders have a certain way of calculating that credit that is different from them leasing or buying a car or what's on their chase statements, or even Experian or Equifax directly. So please don't make decisions based on what you think your credit is, rather let somebody um, in the lending world like myself look at it for you and, and help you with that determination. And, and if it isn't there, we can at least guide you with the, you know, close to two and a half decades that I have in this business to say, hey, here's what you could do to better that situation, put you on the roadmap to success over the next six months or a year.
0: Definitely. Well, in closing here, Neil, I really appreciate you taking the time to share a little bit about how Dr. Loan's work and and in particular, you know, TD's product. Um, We're going to put your contact information in the show notes here. Um, You know, for our clients and others listening, you can always contact our office uh, to figure out, you know, a starting place uh, for buying a house, uh, figure out, you know, how much you might be able to afford uh, we can connect you in the right uh, place for lending of course um, and you know any questions or concerns um, that you know you've thought about uh, reach out info at mdfinancialadvisors.com uh, happy to answer any of your questions thanks so much for listening today enjoy your day and and have an awesome awesome uh, fruitful prosperous future All right. bye